And we're joined on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello, hello, Sakina. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. Couldn't they give us somebody else, Sakina? Couldn't they give us breakfast to see? Or, or at least Reading. At least. <laughs> Reading. Or Liverpool, Reading. for that matter. Or Liverpool. Or Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no disrespect. I'm uh, moving straight along. I can't. I'm. I'm. I take it back. I withdraw. Okay, Asian stocks. Uh, I see they're falling again, and uh, for the first time in four days. And uh, yeah. the, that Greek story playing out here again, uh, Clive. I'll, I'll get into the Greek story. I'll get into the Greasy story. Uh, the first thing that we need to know is that the Asian markets are down. Uh, the Asian Pacific Index showed that they slid by almost 0.1% uh, early hours of this morning uh, as these talks within the, 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 with the, with the Greek Prime Minister are not doing well. But I want to look at the underlying uh, stocks. Uh, stocks that actually uh, took a, a bit of a dive, a bit of a nose dive for Kina. And these are the, your technology stocks, uh, your Alibaba's and the likes. Uh, they were not doing well. Baidu as well, not doing relatively well in the Asian stock market. This is following some results that there might be concerns that demand will be lacking uh, for the next couple of months within that particular space as new uh, uh, discoveries are being made or new innovations are being made to the smartphone world. And also with Apple not focusing not only on, come on, on making uh, mobile phones anymore, but they're also thinking of going into electric cars. That, that would be very strange, having an Apple-driven car. What? Anyway, um, <laughs> these are the kind of things that, that we, we are looking at. And so if you look at it as well, uh, the Kina Central Bankers in Indonesia, they meet today to discuss monetary policy. Uh, a lot of guys are expecting that there will be some sort of solid way that they will come, uh, that, that will be proposed as to how to uh, uh, firm the, uh, the economy. The South Korean Central Bank meets today and is also expected to keep rates on hold uh, by almost uh, uh, 3.4%. Uh, it's expected to, to, be, to be left at that. So let's see what happens there. Mm, indeed. Uh, but getting back to the Greek story, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. just the refusal of the ultimatum, because, you know, um, they are digging in their heels right now. Yeah. They want a better deal than what is currently on the table. Um, yeah. But w- what's your reading of what's going to happen next year? I have retitled it and I'm naming it, I'm giving it a new name. I'm calling it the 50 Shades of Greece. I think this is a story to be made out of heaven. You know, what the problem is, yes, Akino, is that um, the Eurozone has always been able to control matters when it comes to the finances. More specifically, let's talk about the fiscals, which is what has made Europe such a unique and powerful uh, economy to drive behind. Now, the thing is now, you're sitting with Greek, the Greeks who want, uh, yes, they want to uh, accept uh, the proposals that have been given. They've, got a, they've only got until Friday, by the way, to decide if there was an extension or not. And at the same time, you've got... The, remember, I spoke about the pigs the other, time, the, other, the other day. These pigs are still under a lot of pressure as well. Yes, Ireland uh, are doing relatively well, and Portugal has come out the, 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 uh, their troubles. But the problem is, if, 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 you, if you focus on one particular country more than the other... Obviously, there shows bias, and that's what uh, the uh, Minister of Finance of Greece is saying. And now they're making it an ultimatum. By the way, I'm not talking about the Bourne films. I'm talking about the ultimatum as in, you know, either you do this or you are out. You exit the actual Eurozone. So he doesn't like the tone. (laughs) And if you've seen his pictures, you'll know. If he says he doesn't like something, this man must be taken seriously. So he says giving them an ultimatum is not going to risk 
uh, it's not going to settle matters. What they need to do is give them timelines, give them projections, and how do we get out of this debt of $270 billion? And just very quickly, SAA are close to um, making a $107 million saving on yep. Airbus lease talks. How, how did that come about? That guy, Nico Bezerino, this is the same guy that heads up Mango, by the way. That's why they've been so successful at Mango. He's been put in as acting chief executive officer of SAA and immediately making some impacts there, Sakina. The state-owned carrier will save up to 200 and 290 million rand a year after extending the lease on eight Airbus groups, uh, which is the NVA340 aircraft, and, the, uh, and a further 600 million rand on the unprofitable route to Beijing and Mumbai. So those air flights that will be that normally we used to take direct flights into Washington and so forth, or, or rather they used to do a detour into Senegal and, and the other coast, those flights will not be going on anymore. They will go directly to those destinations. They're cutting down on buying 10 more flights which was the deal that was supposed was struck in 2002 that they're going to have 20. Now they're only going to get 10, and they'll only rent out five. Which is these, these are practical things that when you have good management are supposed to be applied, and they will help a company to sustain itself. And this man, David Hoes, I take my hat off to him, and I hope he flies high with his SAA new uh, headship.